three, two, one. I am your host, Lenisha, and I am so grateful to God to be here with you. Another episode to share the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. One, that Jesus Christ is still saving souls, and two, he is coming back very soon. So you know what that means. We have to get our house in order and prepare the way for the king. Hallelujah. The Bible says that every eyes shall see him and every knee shall bow and confess that he is Lord. Glory be to God. Welcome to those of you that are tuning in for the very first time. We do appreciate you for, you know, coming on board and just listening to the word of God on the show. We trust God that your hearts will be blessed. And we just invite you to stay with us on this journey as we together discover the love of God for us. And, you know, big up to those of you that have always been tuning in. Big up, big up, big up. I really appreciate you guys supporting the show. You know, there's so many options to choose from. Of course, the Lord have many mediums and platforms out there that he is sending out resources of deliverance, resources of healing, resources of wisdom, and the list goes on. And to know that you have been following the show and tuning in to every episode when it air and glory. I'm grateful to God for this blessing, for choosing the show. You know, God has been indeed awesome. Glory be to God. Now we have in our maids, a, a brother in the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, and many of you are going to be surprised when I mention his name. He is here to share with us his testimony today. And of course, he is a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the husband to one wife and the father of one child. A servant of the Lord that believes in the apostles' doctrine and of course is preparing for the return of the Lord. Help me welcome no other than Brother Rowan Reed. Yes, guys, let me tell you, he was here in the last episode. And of course, you guys have been blessed. So many clicks I'm seeing, guys. Trust me, I'm 
following up with the statistic of the show and I'm seeing so many of you tune in to the last episode. Not just that, some persons that reach out to share, you know, how much the the episode have been a blessing to them and how impacted they were by the testimony and so on and so forth. But there were some concerns. Some persons were saying that the glitching in the recording was a bit overwhelming. And of course, I tried my best to get the audio as clean cut as possible for you guys. But that was the best that I could do at the moment. The technical difficulty, like I said before, was overwhelming. But we are open to your feedback, and we are here today again, and he is here to share with you his testimony. Now, I'm not sure where God will lead him today and what God will lead him to share, but I'm just going to give the floor to him that he will just allow the Lord to lead him. So, Brother Rohan Reed, welcome again, sir. To the podcast is the love of God for me. We are so happy to have you back again to share with us, as you know, the people concerned in the last episode. So thank you for coming on board, sir. Take the floor. Bless the Lord Jesus Christ, Sister Lenesha. Grace, mercy, and peace be multiplied unto you and to all the listeners. I greet you well in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, truly, God is good. God is faithful. And uh, I can see that the enemy does not want for our testimonies to be released. As at the very start, you know, there was an attack on the, the frequency and the signals. But thanks be to God, I decree that it has been resolved and it shall go forth in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It is so good for me to be here another time on this platform amen to just to exalt jesus it has nothing to do with me it is all about my heavenly father jesus christ all glory and honor dominion and power belong it unto him and um i just want to say that i have so many testimonies and um i'll try to share one or two even as the lord will lead me and i hope that you know, I pray by the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ that, you know, uh, after sharing one or two of so many testimonies that somebody, if you are going through in a rough time and you begin to, you know, you're at that place where you are wondering whether or not God is with you, you know, I pray that you will understand that in the midst of your storm, in the midst of your rough times, in the midst of your valley, your valley experience, God is very much present. Yes, God is very much present. So no need to worry, you know, as you go through the storm, just anchor your faith in Jesus Christ. You know, yeah, man, God has been good. Um, I know in the last episode I had, sh had shared... Um, Two testimonies. I know I'd shared one in respect to an accident um, that I was involved in in 2011 and how the Lord delivered the accident. And it was just after I had returned to the fold, even as the Lord had called me back to be among his flock. You know? And um, I think if my second testimony I'd shared was. Um, an encounter that I had, two encounters in one, in one morning, 
with gunmen and how the Lord delivered me. Amen. I just want to, to share this testimony just to stir up the faith of God's people. Um, we are living in an hour in a time where um, the wisdom of men is being exalted above the power of God. Yes, people's trust and confidence is in the sciences and, um, and less trust um, and faith in God. But I am one who firmly and strongly believe in the word of God from the very first letter to the very last full stop. Yes, um, I believe that as people of God and as people that God has made in the earth that we should to try to live according to the word of God. Jesus says, but man shall not by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. And the truth is, if we seek to follow that principle, then we will get the profit out of the word. In the book of Hebrews, the writer says that the word preached, yes, to Israel at the time, it did not profit them, not mixed with faith. So if you hear the word of God and you don't mix it with faith, then you will not get the profit from it. And you may ask the question, how do I mix the word of God with faith? It is, it is as simple as this. Seek to do what the word says. If you believe the word, then seek to live and do the word and you will get the profit out of the word. And I have a living testimony of that. All right. All right, so I just want to start out with this one. Um, a few years ago, I probably about three years ago, you know, I had a fridge, and um, I had the fridge for quite a long time. And one day, I came home from work, and when I came home from work, the fridge was not working. Everything in the fridge was thawed out. And I, I remember I plugged out the fridge and I plugged it in and there was no sound of life in the fridge, no sound coming from the motor. Uh, I went as far as removing the things that could have, you know, be, be, been spoiled in after a period of time. I, I took those things out to a colleague of mine who lived near me. And when I came back, it's like the Spirit of the Lord quickened. And I looked at the fridge. And I said to the fridge, Fridge, your work is not yet completed. You still have more work to do. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be thou made whole. Nothing happened. I looked at the fridge another time and I said, Fridge, your work is not completed. You still have more work to do. And you are going to work until such time. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be thou made whole. Nothing happened. 
I did it this the third time. And I recall when I was speaking to the fridge that my dear wife was in the kitchen and she looked at me with a look. She didn't say anything. But by virtue of the look, I could interpret what it meant. It's as if she was saying, you know, it seems as if I've, I've been married to a madman. Anyway, I went to my bed. And of course, I had left the fridge plugged in. I went to my bed with high confidence that I would get the desired result. Sometime in the hours of the morning, I woke up. And I went down stairs where the fridge was. And when I checked the back of the fridge, the back of the fridge was very much warm. When I opened the fridge, frost coming out. Fridge was working very well. I went to my colleagues and I collected everything that I took by their house and I placed it back in the fridge. Myself and my wife and my daughter went to work and school. In the evening when I came home, fridge was not working. I looked at the fridge and I said, fridge, your work is not yet completed. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be thou made whole. And the fridge began to work. Went to my bed. Woke up the next day. Left for work. On the third evening, came in from work. When I came in from work, fridge was not working. I looked at the fridge and I said to the fridge again, I said, fridge, you have work to do. Your work is not yet done and you are going to work until such time. Immediately the fridge came out and the fridge worked from that day until about three years later, thereabout. Wow. I was in a fast. I was on a fast. I think I was on a three days fasting. And uh, I recall I had, you know, gone to bed and found myself, you know, wake up in the hours of the morning. And when I got up in the hours of the morning, I checked the fridge. The fridge was not working. When I opened the fridge, everything in the fridge was thawed out. I closed the door and I said, fridge, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, be thou made whole. And by the time the word whole came on, it came on immediately. I didn't say a second later, a minute later. It came on immediately. And the fridge worked for another couple of months, and I recall one Saturday, I was at church. I went to early morning prayer meeting. And I, when I came in from church in the afternoon, my wife greeted me to tell me that the fridge had stopped working from in the morning and everything was thawed out and she was preparing to throw away some stuff that she believed you know, was about to be spoiled. I didn't say a word more than I just look at the fridge and I said, fridge, I know you have been working for quite a, a long time since the last time I spoke to you. Nevertheless, you still have some more work to do. And these are my instructions. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, you are going to work until your replacement come. Because I said the last time I told you, you're going to work until such time. So I said, now, you're going to work until I get your replacement. 
And so I went to my bed. There was nothing coming out of the fridge. I went to my bed and I know it was the Lord who woke me up sometime after three in the morning. And when I got downstairs, the, everything in the fridge was frozen. <laughs> Just pure frost coming out of the fridge. Mm -hmm. Right? The long and short is this. That I subsequently got the replacement for the fridge. Yes, I got the replacement. And then I decided that I was going to donate the fridge. And uh, in the process of moving the fridge, the fridge, it seemed to have received some damage. So it, it stopped working. Anyway, I have since gotten the fridge repaired. And it is working up until this day. Uh, at the time when I was speaking to the fridge, the scripture that I was quickened with by the Spirit of the Lord, I believe with all my heart, was when the Lord had said that if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed and be cast into the midst of the sea, and it shall be done. Yes, and so a lot of times we, we look at these, what you call them inanimated objects as being dead. But as children of God, when we speak in faith, that release of faith through the word of God, because the Bible says faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God, will bring life to the thing that seems to be dead <laughs> and can bring about victories in our lives and that's really what god wanted us to do to operate like him there's a scripture that says that the whole creation groaned and waited for the manifestation of the sons of god so creation itself knows that god has vested or invested in us his children power and creation is standing and watching whether or not we are aware of the power that has been given unto us and whether or not we know how to use the power that has been given unto us. And so I'll kind of pause there. I don't know if my beloved sister women want to say anything. <laughs> Indeed. You know, I was listening to the testimony. And when you mentioned about, um, you know, at first when the fridge was malfunctioning and you start speaking to the fridge and nothing was happening, while you were speaking, um, I was in, I was trying to picture the scene, and you know I tried to envision if somebody was passing by, and saw you doing that, what would have come to their mind? And then immediately I heard you mention that your wife noticed, and the look that she gave you, and you know one can understand because if you look at that scene, or you try to picture that scene rather in. You know, carnally, it, it sounds and it looks crazy, carnally, right? Imagine seeing someone talking to an appliance and commanding the appliance to work. You know what I'm saying? The first thing, if you have an appliance and it breaks down, you want to get the technician to come and fix it. But here is a man of faith standing the and God that I, I serve is able to do exceedingly far above what we could ever ask of him. And so you mm -hmm. command thing to work and it worked you know and 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 having 
witness something like that one have to be spiritual minded to understand what was taking place there and i noticed you also mentioned how when you were praying to, about the fridge and nothing was happening sometimes we just have to pray until something happens in a man we just have Amen. to until something happens glory be to god daniel set out on a fasting to seek the lord and the bible said the lord heard him from the first day you know, and send the answer out but guess what an enemy withstood the angel. What if that mm. gave up and said, well, you know what? Nothing is happening. But he persisted in prayer. Oh, glory to God. And we just thank God that sometimes these situations, it really come to test our faith, you know, to see whether mm. or not we believe in what we're really asking God for. Because That's enough nice. persons, if they have an appliance and it breaks down, as I said before, they want to call the technician. Or even if they pray over it, one, one, two, three times, and nothing happens. They give up. But this mm. is a perfect example of faith. Oh, glory to God. We are going to take a quick break, guys. And when we come back, we are going to have the servant of the Lord share more with us his testimony. We'll be right Praise back after this break. Praise God. Hi neighbor, stopping by really quickly to remind you, yes you, that the word of God is quick and powerful. And what this means is that anywhere the word of God hits, there's an instant connection. But guess what? God need our vehicles to transport the word from point A to point B. I transport the word in your life today. Do you want to be the vehicle to transport the word into someone else's life? If so, go ahead and share this word on your social media platforms and be a blessing unto others. Let us together fulfill the word of God that says, Go ye out and preach to all nations. Also remember to like, subscribe, and leave your comment in the comment section below. I am so happy to have you as a part of this community. God bless you. May the Lord continue to shine his face upon you and to grant you grace in all your ways. Remember, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. See you later. Welcome, everyone. Welcome again to the final segment of this episode today. We are back from our break. And of course, we have with us Roan Reed. He is sharing his testimony of just some of the amazing time times that he had experienced with the Lord. And me, me just let me tell you guys, me, me love testimonies like this. I love testimony that stir up my faith. Oh, glory to God. Tell me the things that God has done for you that I know that nobody else can do. Amen and amen. So, uh, Mr. Reed, go ahead and share more with us. We want to hear some more about the goodness of God and what he has done in your life. Amen. 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 I, 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 I have so many that sometimes like the brain is blank. But anyway, the Lord is, is quickening, quickening me, you know in terms of some things, you know, um, I think in the very first, um, episode, I, I did make mention that 
Um, you know, I am, I am in the, the, the field of law enforcement. Um, it's like, have you ever thought or think a thought <laughs> and having think the thought God bring, bring the very thought that you think to pass. Mm -hmm. Think about it. <laughs> you know, one day I, I was at work and I recalled, I was called by one of my seniors and um, I was told to identify a member of staff that they, they would be sending overseas on a training course. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I identified a member of staff that I believe, you know, was, you know, um, worthy as it were to, 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 to go on this course. And um, after a period of time, I did not hear anything further. Nobody came back to me to who is it that I had nominated or selected to go on the course. So the Lord would have it that I you know, went down on the floor where my senior managers were. And I was in time to see they were busy making preparation for another officer of similar rank as myself to go on the course. So I made some inquiries and get to understand that the course was geared for managers and not for junior members of staff. Now, the, the, the manager that was they were doing the preparation um, for in terms of for travel, he had just recently um, come from a course overseas um, where was for about a month or so. And so in my mind, I was saying, Lord, you know, he just came off the course. I believe that I am deserving to go on this course. And I did not think the thought out of envy or covetousness, but I was being reasonable. We are the same rank. He, he went on a very um, advanced course and, um, you know, for a while. And so I thought that, you know, seeing that it, the course was not for junior members, no, I was saying that, you know, Lord, I believe that I would be the, 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 the person to go. As I said, not out of envy or covetousness. You know, and so having, you know, think the thought, I, you know, I left. And um, whilst I was on my way home the very same evening with my daughter, I got a call from my general manager and uh, who asked me if I had a passport and if all of the travel documents was up to date. And I said, yes. And she said to me, Mr. Reed. I am going to send you on a senior management course overseas for one week because the person who they were preparing and making preparation to send on the course, he was doing a degree program and he had a final exam that he had to do, which would have been um, done in this on the course. And so, he had indicated the said evening <laughs> after I think the thought that he would not be able to attend. And so the mantle fell on me <laughs> and I was sent on that course. And I was like, God, you're not easy. No, God, me think the thought and you brought it to pass. Mm. You know? Yeah. So 
as children of God, you know, sometimes, you know, we estimate, you know, we underestimate who we are and who we are, that we seem not to remember that we are chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that we need not even to open our mouth sometimes to our father, but just think the thought. And as long as the thought is aligned with his will, <laughs> he will bring it to pass. Because he said, if you ask anything according to his will, he will do it. It was his will for me to go on that course. And I tell you something. Um, the last two days of the course, it was just relaxation. It's like the Lord sent me on a little mini vacation, I would call it. It was so relaxing, like the Lord was saying, yeah, get some rest. Enjoy, 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 my son. You know? And so, so that, is, that is one. All right. Need, you need to hear more? <laughs> yes, and go as far as the Holy Spirit will lead you. We want to hear All right. many as God have you to share. Today. All right. So, so let me shock some of the listeners. Not all. Some may be shocked. Right? Now, this young man here by the name of Rohan Reed. I have five letters behind my name. I start out like that. J-E-S-U-S -S is my qualification academically <laughs> in the earth. <laughs> Jesus is my qualification. Wonderful. All right. So I've been in law enforcement for 23 years. April next year will be 24. When I left, when I graduated from high school, I left high school with two subjects. And after I left high school, I did one additional subject. So I have three CXC, English, history, food and nutrition. Not a shame of it. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Now, I operate at a level where the current rank that I, I have now is equal to a, a, a managerial post in the private sector. Hmm? So I'm a deputy superintendent of police, also deputy director of investigation at my agency. All right. I am in charge of a lot of young people. They, many of them have two degrees and three, quite a few of them have even three degrees, masters and all these things. And I recall, you know, I had allowed quite a few of them to go do their course of study. And I was, you know, kind of looking on the landscape. I'm saying to myself, here I am, you know, I've three CXC, but of course I've been on quite a few courses overseas and locally. And, and I mean, if, if you should amalgamate these courses, it, it, it could redound to a master's. Yes. By, uh, backed up by my experience as well. But I was looking and I was saying, you know, you know, I need to get myself academically certified, as it were, seeing that I'm in charge of all these bright young people, you know. And I recall uh, one of my juniors, he had registered to do a master's um, in 
um, counter fraud and counter corruption. I registered to do a bachelor's in the very same program. I did the, I, I did the interview with the university after they had seen my resume and they gave me a lot of scholarship, a whole lot of scholarship. But when I was about to, to pay the school fee after I've received the several phone calls and emails, I know it is the Lord. On a day, I just heard this voice spoke to me very clearly. And this is what the voice said to me. And I know it is the Lord. When since you need a degree to make it? That was the first question that I was asked. The second question was, is it a degree that has brought you to where you are? Thank God. Those were the two questions. The truth is where I am today, what I have accomplished in life today has nothing to do with academic qualification. It is Jesus Christ himself. And I am not ashamed to declare it anywhere and everywhere because mm -hmm. I've told God any platform that I get, I will declare it. And so I recall one of my managers, you know, because I had started a degree program sometime before a few years ago and I'd stopped. And I didn't have an exam. It's just that when I left in the morning for work, my daughter would be sleeping. When I left work, went to school and came home, she was sleeping. And so I would not see my daughter awake until on the weekend. And I was saying, I, I, couldn't, I, I couldn't afford for that. I wanted to have this bond with her. And that's how I had stopped in the very first place. And I remember one of my senior managers came to me and said, boy, Reed, you know, I need, I think I'm encouraging you to go and, you know, go and do a degree. You're a very young man and you have a great future ahead, you know, but I just need to go and do a degree. And I remember I said to him, you know, sir, I hear you. And I had a smile on my face. I said, listen, the only way I'm going to do it, the Lord has to instruct me. And I say, you know, he has already asked me two questions. <laughs> he asked me two questions and when, I, when, when he asked me the two questions I know that the answer was that he's the one that has been with me all this time and, and so I told him you know unless the Lord direct me I will not be moving in that direction somebody else came to me the same way I, and the reason why I'm saying this for my hearers is that if the Lord tell you something hold on to what the Lord tell you so even if a man come and tell you, say, angel said do this, just remember who they talk to you first. Mm. If God is the one who speaks to you first, then he must be the one to give you any further instruction, nobody else. And I give you a scripture to back up that. There was a prophet that Lord sent to a king to bring a certain message. And the Lord said to the prophet that when you go, don't take anything from the king. Don't eat and don't go back the way you came. And so the Bible says that an old prophet heard. Apparently the king mentioned it to an old prophet. And this was after the man of God left. The one that God spoke to personally. God never sent an angel. God spoke to him personally. And the old prophet donkey and chased down the prophet. And tell the prophet say, an angel said he must go eat. And he must go back the way he came. And he followed the prophet and go take food from the king, go back the way, and was heading now the way he came. Immediately, the same old prophet said to him that, listen, 
There's a lion waiting on you because you disobey the word of the Lord. And that lion going to rip you into. And even as the Lord had told the prophet in the first instance, the very thing that this old prophet told the man of God was what happened. Right? So when God give you a word, no matter where man wants it from, you know that the Lord give you a word, hold on to it. So, so listeners and my beloved sister, let me continue now. <laughs> Um, Sir Reed, before you continue, I just want to add to what you just said. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that word in itself, that part of the testimony or word rather, is for me personally. Um, and I know maybe it's for others as well. But you know how when God sends a word, even if it's a thousand people that is tuning in, the word might be just for five persons. Right. Or maybe the word is for the others in the near future. However, God put it, because sometimes God give you a word and you don't even recognize that. Even though you don't need it now, the time will come when you will need it. Right. But I, right now in this season that I am in, this word is for me in this season. Because personally speaking, I, I had a dream. The Lord showed me something that would come to pass. And... In the natural, it looks nothing like it. In the natural, it look far-fetched. And oftentimes, I get burdened down by what I'm seeing in the natural. Because, mm. of course, I'm still praying that what God has shown me will come to pass. And I know the Lord had shown me this because he had shown two other servants who didn't know that the Lord showed me and came and told me the very same or similar thing to what the Lord showed me. So I got the confirmation. I know this is from the Lord. But mm. in the natural, the situation don't look like it. And I've been praying in the natural and trying to come in agreement with God's will to manifest. But it has not yet come to pass. And, you know, I feel discouraged along the way. But of lately, is as if I keep, I keep hearing the Holy Spirit saying to me, didn't I give you a word? Mm. And if I said it, won't I do it? Mm. It's like the Lord asking me, who will you believe? Mm -hmm. Will you believe what I say, what I've shown you? Or are you choosing to believe what you're seeing in front of you? And this keep coming to me recently, you know, from the other day, is as if the Holy Spirit asking me, which do I, what do I believe? Am I mm. believing the mountain that is in front of me or I am believing his promise that he promised yeah. me? So when I hear you said that word, I know that that word in itself was for me. But mm. um, continue to share with us, sir. I am really, really enjoying this testimony. Amen. 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 Yes. When the Lord give you a word, just hold on to that word. doesn't matter what other sound you're hearing. Just remember who spoke to you. <laughs> yes. Yes. So what the Lord went on to do is like the Lord was, was demonstrating to me that, you know, just in case you may wonder or second guessing whether or not I was the one who asked you those two questions and, and stop you from going to follow after the academics. I'm going to show you that I can put you on the biggest stage in the world. And everybody will say that you are not qualified, but you are there and they can't do nothing about it. So I recall Charlotte, Charlotte
selected to, to attend an international um, seminar of future leaders uh, at the Caribbean Military Academy. And I recall many of the young, bright minds across Jamaica, um, they were there, members of the military, the police force, customs, and um, in the government ministries, directors, and all that stuff. And I recall, you know, persons were introducing themselves, and people had, they were the director of this, director of that, and, you know, glorying in the academics, master of this, and all that stuff. And I remember a photograph was taken, and it made print media too. And there was I in the midst. And I was saying to myself, look at Brother Reed's son of 3CXC. <laughs> and standing in the midst of all these people, persons called me that and told me that they saw me on television. And I recall out of that session, I met a very senior member of the military who invited me to come to the Caribbean military to speak to some soldiers about leadership. And I recall I went over there and I spoke to about a over 100 soldiers who were up for promotion about leadership. And I took them from the Bible. I had all of the academic preparation in terms of the different types of leadership, days of fear, autocratic, and all the academic terminologies for leadership. I had those. But I took them from the scriptures. I, I showed them in terms of how oh, Jesus operated as a leader to the point where when Jesus left the earth, you know, the impact that he had, those 12 disciples, you know, they were like 12 Jesuses in the earth and they, by virtue of his spirit in them, went on to spread the gospel. And we have multiple Jesus that I am also a Jesus in the earth. <laughs> you understand? To make disciples of Christ, of course. And the, 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 when I was through, this presentation was supposed to be from 8 o'clock until 9 at the, at the Caribbean Military Academy. I did not leave there until minutes 11 because the word of God had the soldiers hooked. They have never heard a presentation like that before in such a manner about leadership. And they got the message. So that was one of the first things that the Lord did. The second thing now was that I was called by my my, my boss and said to me, Mr. Reed, I have nominated you to be a governmental expert on corruption for Jamaica. That was just being nominated. Right? And then about two months after, just when the COVID thing came on the scene, I recall receiving an email, yes, that I was appointed governmental expert on corruption for Jamaica. So I am one of seven. Now, what's interesting is this. Of the seven, you have three attorneys from the Attorney General's chamber. One director from my office. One chief technical director from, an, from another governmental agency and another director from another governmental agency, right? All of our information and particulars is on the United Nations website. Yes, United Nations against organized, um, Organization Against Drug and Crime website as, as governmental experts 
on corruption for Jamaica. Now, the UN is the biggest stage because when you say UN, you're talking about a world stage. Part of our function is that there are countries that the United Nations will, 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 will designate for us to visit, yes, as corruption experts. And what we do is we, we conduct assessment of these countries in terms of um, legislation that they would have in place to treat corruption, um, all of the different um, frameworks that they would have um, instituted in accordance with UNCAC. Yes, which is the um, United Nations. Um, uh, can't remember the term now, <laughs> right? But it, it it has to do with the anti-corruption efforts and drive, right? Yes. Right. And I remember when I received the appointment, just when COVID started, I was supposed to have gone to Chile um, to do a review of Chile in terms of what they had in place, you understand? And, 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 and once we do the assessment, then we'll write a report, which is, which is, sub, which is submitted to the UN and, um, body in terms of what are our findings. And I look at it and I say, look at this. This little guy do have a degree not academically qualified, but I have five letters behind my name, Jesus. And he has placed me on the biggest platform biggest platform to be among kings and princes as it were in the earth you know and so i just want to encourage somebody you may feel as if you are inadequate you may feel as if you don't have sufficient you're not qualified for anything but just remember this if god call you him qualify you and i want to close out with this statement because it's very important in the book of acts peter and john Acts chapter 3, transition to Acts 4. When they went to the beautiful gate of the temple where the layman was, and the layman was healed. Yes, when Peter says, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise upon walk. And that man rise upon walk by the... By the power of God, right? And so... Um... Sir, I can definitely relate to your testimony so far. Um, and just to share an experience I myself had, as you mentioned, about not being qualified for a certain position that only God himself can put you there, right? I remember when I had left high school, um, in my late years of being in high school, I started to follow some friends. Actually, we became friends, I think, around eight, nine grades somewhere there. And by the time we got to 11th grade, so many of them had dropped out of school, early teenage pregnancy, all, kind of, all kinds of things. And... I realized that it's, I think at the time, probably about two or three of us left in the big group that we had as friends. And we were just not focusing school and just everything else outside of academics. Um, and as I shared in season one, for those of you that have not yet listened to my testimony, you can go back to season one and share 
um, a clip of my life story there. And as I mentioned, well, I'm not sure I mentioned this part, but just to add this part that when I, it was time for me to sit my exams. I think about a year before I start to recognize that, listen, where are all my friends? This part that I'm on is really not the path I want to be on. And of course, I had a lot of internal things going on at the time, a lot of who um, hurt from home and all that kind of things, which I share in season one. And I'm not going to use that to justify anything because many people go through things and they're still able to suppress that and, you know, achieve the excellency in their academics. But for me, I took it so hard that it affected so many things in my life, including my academics. And I remember fast forward to one of my teacher coming to me and saying to me, listen, you have so much potential. Don't let it go to waste. You know, you need to buckle up and get things right because you you have the, the mindset, but you're just not focused. And it's as if I needed that kind of encouragement because when he said those words to me, it was as if he spoke life into me. And I begin to buckle down. I start to study all that stuff. But by that time, it was a bit too late because imagine you miss out on so many years or so, so many terms um, of lessons for you to start prepare within less than a year for so much exams. It, it's not easy. And I think I was selected to do maybe six to, to seven subjects somewhere there. Long story short, I left high school. Um, and of course, I did not get what I was hoping to get. I didn't get any qualification really. And I remember being home. You know, you leave high school now, you know, have certain qualification to go out there in the world. And I remember just sitting down and thinking to myself, it's as if reality really kicking then because you know, I'm no longer a baby, I'm getting older, I'm going into my 18, 19, 20s, somewhere there, and, you know, I left high school, I don't have the qualification to get certain jobs, and I'm just home, and you know how it is, your guardian or your parents, they're going to just start getting at them, like, about the things they have to leave school and come sit on a yard and look in my face, you know, um, and for those who are overseas and you don't understand Jamaica um, Patwa, you don't understand Patwa. It means that don't think you're going to sit at home, stare in my face all the time without a job. And um, I remember just reality kicking and I'm like, God, what am I going to do? And I went to one of my relatives and I was sharing this concern with my relative. And my relative said to me, listen, I know this school you, even though you don't have the qualification that you need to get in, you you can go and try. He says, listen, I know that you have to have certain qualification to get in, but go and try. And I was so excited, but I didn't know where the school was or what it was about. So I reached out to, I don't want to call any name now for identity sake, because again, this podcast is not really to throw anybody under the bus or make anybody look bad, Right. Um, so I went to another family member and I 
told the person that, hey, can you check out this school for me? I heard that it's a government school. It's Archer's NT. And I said, I heard that it's a government school. And I heard that I could go there and get a certificate and maybe get a job and then send back myself to school because that was the plan to send back myself to school. And the person said, yes, they'll check. Now, fast forward to, I think, maybe weeks later, I didn't hear back from the person. And I asked the person about it. And the person responded by saying to me, you know, I asked my partner that I, the person have a, a, a partner, right? I said, I asked my partner, my wife, actually, about checking out this school for you. And my wife said, listen, she, she have family members that have way more qualification than you. And they didn't get through the school because they didn't have math. So imagine you that don't have the qualification to get in. It don't make a sense to try. But the person never said it in a, in a way to make me feel bad. But I guess just the feedback in itself, you know. Um, and of course, my spirit was crushed. I felt hopeless. And I remember going back to the Lord. I said, God, what am I going to do? Like, I don't think that my dad is going to send me back to class because he had told me if you leave school and you don't get your qualifications, don't think I'm going to pick it up from here, which that you can understand some parents they'll operate like that because they think you waste their money all this time. So I remember just being at home and I knew in my heart that, sir, I did not want to become a part of the statistics of, you know, failure. You just sit down there in the community and you just become a product of the community of right. what is around you and what you're seeing with the young girls and the young guys. And I know that I did not want to be one of those persons. And, you know, the Lord led me back to the same person that I went to initially. And the person said, listen, don't allow anybody to tell you what you can or cannot do. Just go with God and just believe God. And I remember going to the school, fast forward, and just to wrap this up so I can have you continue on. I remember going to school, going to school, going to this school. And when I, the morning when I was going to go, the Lord said to me, this is how you're going to dress. And the Lord gave me one of my church outfit at the time. Mind you know, Brother Reed, I have pants. I have, because them time, you know, I was, I've, I, I had already backslide from, from the faith that I was in. So I wasn't really living for God then. So, you know, mm -hmm. my little pants, I'm a little casual clothes them way. I normally wear good places. Right. And that school, they tell you that you can come in, you can dress casual, just cover up yourself. So mm -hmm. I know that I didn't have to dress certain way. But the Lord, he told me, he said, this is how you're going to dress. You're going to dress as though you're going to a job interview. And right. I put on my church clothes. I, the clothes I had on was like an office suit, right? And I well, went in my office outfit, church slash church outfit, and when I went, I remember sitting down in the waiting room and the lady called me in the interview and she looked at my, my file and she looked at me and she looked at my file and she looked at me and she said, you know, this file, of course, you know, you're not qualified because 
again, I, I just went up there. I didn't even apply because, it, you know, I couldn't apply because if I applied, they wouldn't call me, right? Because I don't have the qualification. Mm-hmm. I just right. went with the Lord. And right. I, I gave her my file and I sat and she looked at the file and she said, under this document here, you're not even qualified um, for to be in this school, but there's something about your attire that tells me that you mean business and you're ready for a place out there in the workplace. And she said, because of how you're dressed, I am going to give you a position. And let me tell you how favored you are. She said, listen, we close off the batch for this year because I, 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 I in, in the file I gave her, I said I wanted to do business administration. And she said, we're closed off for this year with the batch for business admin. It's full. We have so many files backed up of persons who applied, but we cannot take on anymore. But I'm going to squeeze you in. And servant of the Lord, when I tell you, I didn't even do the exam that was mm-hmm. required of me to do to get in that school. Because after you submit your qualification, you still have to do an exam. I didn't right. even do that exam. I went straight off into orientation. And there mm. I am years later. I got my certificate and all that. So God is, I, I know when you're saying about God putting you in places that you're not even qualified. Mm. You know, and so I, I can just imagine if that morning maybe said, no, God, I want just up in my nice little pants. You know, I mm-hmm. want to look nice and look a certain way. But just being obedient to the Lord and, and God is gracious. And, you know, so God, God, this is just how God moves. Any final word of encouragement, um, Brother Reed? That yes, I don't know. But yes, um, just want to say, just to take, you know, a listener who, you know, at this time, you know, you may be on the job, you may be somewhere where in your mind, you know, you see yourself, you know, in great places, but you're saying, you know, you're not qualified. But I just want you to know that if you trust God, yes, he will put your places in places and position where men say that you are not qualified. But when he places you there, they, they can't do anything about it. When he called Moses to... To, to tell Moses that, listen, you are the one that I'm going to use to deliver my people out of Egypt. Moses said, you know, that he was not eloquent in speech and all the excuses that he was, you know, put into God and God asked him, you know, a few questions. Who make mouth? Who make the eyes? Who make the blind? Who make the deaf and the dumb? God said, it is I who make these people. You know, so listen, if you are not qualified, don't need to worry. God will qualify you once God call you. Yes, he will qualify you. And as I was saying earlier before, it was the, the thing was cut off. That in the book of Acts chapter 3, Peter and John, after the, 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 the man who was at, was at the beautiful gate of the temple was healed. And people were amazed by it. And Peter and John was expounding the word. The Bible says that you know, they, they perceive them to be unlearned and ignorant men. So their language was not polished. They were not speaking academic language. They were not speaking like the uptown people and like the people in Bogai University. But one of the things that they used to, to, to distinguish them was the fact that they took knowledge, the Bible says, that they had been with Jesus. So listen, the most important thing is to be with Jesus. Praise God. Yes, sir. Continue where you left off. 
Right. So, you know, I was so saying that, you know, you know, who, you know, you are in your workspace and, you know, you may not have the qualifications or you may not have a job even now. You know, you're saying to yourself, you know, I don't have the qualifications and probably you have heard about job jobs and you have heard about, you know, positions that are available in your organization and you'd want to apply. But let me tell you something. Pray and apply, even if they said that, you know, there are certain requirements that is required and you, and, and you, and you don't have it. Just pray and still apply. Yes, nothing beat fit. Nothing beat somebody who has their trust and confidence with God. With God, you have majority. You understand? God can turn your situation around in but a moment. You understand? And I am a testament to that. You understand? If you type in the name Rohan Reed, Rohan Reed, Deputy Superintendent of Police for, for the JCF, you will see it come up on the internet. Um, governmental expert list. You click on it, you're going to see the list of persons. And my name is right there with, with, with the list of And so, uh, sir, you're saying if persons want to look you up, they can type in Google search. Right. So just, just a proof of the testimony. Type in Rohan Reed, Deputy Superintendent of Police, JCF, and you will see concerning Rohan Reed, but you will also see a PDF document known as governmental expert. And you click on that, you will see my name among the list of governmental experts for Jamaica. Wow. And I, I, I say that to say, not to glory in it, but just to show you what God will do. Put you on the big stage. Put you among people. Yes? Right in the crowd where people would say, but what is he? They can't do nothing about it. And so I, was, I just want to that listen, as long as you have Jesus with, with you, nothing else matters. When you have Jesus, you have the solution to all of the problems that you could ever be confronted with. You understand? And so, if there is a promotional space there in terms of a vacancy for promotion, and they say that you have to have this qualification, just listen. You breathe a word of prayer and say, Lord, Although I don't have the qualification what man requires, but I have you, I am going to apply for this position in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do it in faith and watch God work. Watch God work. Amen. Don't be intimidated by the bright guys. Don't be intimidated by those who have wealth. Because when you have Jesus, you have wealth. When you have Jesus, you have all of the alphabet. Because the Bible says that he's the alpha and the omega ending so when you have jesus you have everything and so that's my encouragement tonight to our listeners and fellow brethren god bless you until next time in jesus name guys you hear that when you have jesus you have everything in the alphabet so you know who get a new slang for the year and not just for the year but forever until jesus come when you have Jesus, you have every letter in the alphabet, for he is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end indeed. And so definitely this testimony is for those of you that 
as uh, the servant of the Lord mentioned, you feel underqualified. Maybe it is that you want to apply for a certain job or a certain level of promotion and you feel as though, hey, I'm not qualified for this thing. But listen to what God has done in the servant life, right? And just know that the same God then is the same God now and he will do just the same for you. Just step out in faith knowing that if you believe and if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, be thou removed, and it will by your faith. You have to believe, you know, when Jesus, um, when the, the virtue of from the Lord went into the woman with the issue of blood, you notice the words that the Lord would turn around and said to her? He says, thy faith has made thee hold. Amen. It's your faith that's going to do this thing for you because faith moved the hands of God. So we're encouraging you today by the testimony of the servant of the Lord, step out by faith. Step out on, do, to do that exam, even if you feel like you never study and you're not prepared enough, step out with faith and prayer and do that exam. Step out and apply for that job. Step out and apply for that house. Whatever it is that you feel like you need in this season, you feel like it belongs to you, just step up by faith and say, Jesus, I'm putting you at the forefront. But you have to remember, we can't go without telling you this part. You need full, full comprehensive insurance indeed. And that is true, the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And only when you enter in the blood of the Lamb, you are guaranteed security. Psalms 91 he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High God shall forever abide under the shadow of the Almighty. And I know when we read the many miracles that Jesus Christ has done, there are many times persons were healed and, of course, they were not saved. So I know that or they received from the Lord a miracle and they were not saved. It's not that you have to be saved for the Lord to work on your behalf. Because the Bible says he reigns on the just as well as the unjust. When the Lord is reigning, he doesn't think about the just crops only. He thinks about the unjust and he reigns on both. But um, the reason why it's important to have the blood coverage of Jesus Christ as your security, because even when you step out by faith and you get from the Lord and receive from his hands by faith, you still need that protection, that guaranteed security that is going to prevent the thief from stealing that which God has given to you. The Bible said Satan has come to kill, to steal, and to destroy, but Christ has come that we shall have life and have it more abundantly. And the enemy is always looking for a way to steal that which God has given. When God gives you something, don't think the enemy just sit back and say, you can go ahead and enjoy that and have a grand time. I'm over here. I'm not, I'm not doing anything. No, he wants to steal it. But whenever he comes in like a flood, you have to ensure that the spirit of God is so rich in you, it rise up a standard against him. 
Amen and amen. So you want to ensure that you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. And I'm encouraging you today that you accept the Lord before the time is too late. Acts 2.38, repent every one of you and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for it is a promise unto you, unto your children and as many as afar off as the Lord thy God shall call. And so the Lord is calling you to repentance today and to accept the gift of God which is his love through the cross. Amen and amen. And so, Brother Rohan Reed, thank you so much again for coming on the show and sharing with us today, sir. We really, really thank God for your presence with us. We know that you're a very busy man. And honestly, I am so humble that the Lord would allow you to find a time to come and share your testimony with us. I'm so grateful and God bless you and your family richly. Amen and amen. Now guys, this is where we come to an end of today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for sharing the show. We really do appreciate you guys. I want to give a quick shout out to two persons uh, there are so many of you that are sharing the show, but these two ladies, they are very consistent. And of course, I see some other persons that are always sharing as well. But um, for t just for today, I only can name only two for now. <laughs> because as I said before, these two ladies, they, they have been since the start of the show and they promote the show nonstop. Every time there is an episode release, I can guarantee that these two ladies will share it on their social media platform. And I really want to take this time out to acknowledge them. First one is Danique. She is from True Tabernacle. Danique, thank you so much for helping me spread the word of God. I really do appreciate you. And I trust the Lord that he will pour you out a blessing. You have no room to restore. I know that with God, whenever we do anything for the Lord with the right motives, God is a rewarder. He rewards his people. And so I know that God will give unto you for what you have done concerning this show. And the same goes out to Mary Patton. Thank you so much for also sharing the show. I really do appreciate you guys. And I cannot begin to thank you guys enough. And I know, again, the Lord will pour you out blessings. Trust me. God sees the effort and in due time you will reap as you have sown. And so I just want to finish by saying, guys, please share the show as much as possible. Share it on your social media platforms. Be a blessing to other. I remember Danny sharing with me of a co-worker. By the way, shout out to that co-worker. I didn't get your name. I probably should get your name to shout you out in one of these episodes. Danny shared with me how she have to share the show literally every time an episode is released because her coworker 
is so like her coworker is just always tuning in and her coworker oftentimes will say, listen, you need to share the episode to remind me that there's an episode out now because I don't want to miss a beat. And she said, even though she downloaded the app for the coworker, she still have to share it so the coworker don't miss an episode. And things like that, feedback like that, it helps me to continue to go on in the work that the Lord has called me to do because I know that this show is touching lives. So many people have come up to me, even people I never even thought would tune in or even know that these people are tuning in and they would come to me and say, listen, your show has been a blessing. But I say in return, all the glory belongs to God for it's not my show, it is his show. And so I'm encouraging you guys to share with your family and friends, be a blessing. You never know who whose life these episodes will touch. Also, you can please rate the show and turn on your notification bell so you don't miss a beat. Remember to leave your comments in the comment section below. We want to hear your feedback on your thoughts of today's episode. And this is where we come to an end. Lloyd, do you have anything else you want to say to your children? Well, the Lord, I believe, says to tell you that he loves you all. He loves you so much. No greater love than this, than for a man to lay down his life for his friends. The Lord loves you. St. John 3, verse 16. For God so loved this world that he gave his, own, gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe this may not perish, but have eternal life. And he's waiting for you to just open that door and let him in for those of you who have not yet done so. May the good grace of the Lord shine upon you and be with you always. Remember, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Until next time, my family, it is always the love of God for me. God bless you. It's God's love for me. It's his love for me. Hey guys, we all have a story to tell. And my sis has started a podcast called It's the Love of God for Me. On this podcast, she speaks about how God has taken her from a place of brokenness to a place of healing. She speaks about being a victim of sexual abuse, forgiveness, and one bugger things. I'm not going to tell you everything, so just click on her IG handle in the caption. It will take you to her page, and you can just click the link in her bio to listen to the episodes, right? The podcast is also available on Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Guys, also remember to share because we don't know whose life her story could impact.